The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is Happiness Solved with America's Happiness Coach, Sandy Scarlatta. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode. I am so thrilled you're here. Happiness Solved is dedicated to giving you content that is empowering, motivational, inspirational, and of course, a dose of happiness. It's my way to give back to the world and share other people's stories. This thing called life can be challenging, and my guests share their amazing stories, wisdom, and life lessons that demonstrate anyone can choose happiness. You see, happiness is a journey, not a destination. I am Sandy Scarlatta, America's happiness coach, author of Happiness Solved. I'm also a retired U.S. national and international figure skating coach. I have a gold medal in ice dancing. I've been a certified life coach since 2004, and I've been inspiring others to shift their mindset and choose happiness for over 20 years. I am so excited to share that my next book is coming out soon. I am a co-author in the fastest growing personal development book series in the world with Jim Lutz and Jim Britt. The really cool thing is that the foreword was written by the one and only Les Brown, and for my copies, I'm on the cover with him. If you would like a free copy when it's available, email me at sandy at sandyscarlotta.com. Thank you so much for listening, and I am so grateful for you. On today's episode, I'm going to be talking with Norm Lanier. Norm is the chief creative officer and founder behind Lone Star Art, which is the top online site consumers go to get metal, wood, and other types of signs for their home. His storefront even creates personalized, hilarious signs. Norm started this journey into being an entrepreneur later in life and has found complete happiness in this journey doing what he loves. Stay tuned while Norm shares with us how to take your side hustle to a thriving, successful business. Hello, Norm. How are you today? It's so great to see you. I'm so excited for this conversation that we're going to have. Thanks for having me on, Sandy. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. So you are the owner of Lone Star Art. You left corporate America when you turned 50. So talk about that. Like what prompted this? Like, yeah. What's the backstory? (laughs) I've always, I've always been a creative. Um, I got my degree in photography and then uh, I transitioned and and, uh, started uh, doing computer graphics back when the Macintosh was a a new thing and taught myself and then worked for uh, a bunch of different corporations along the way, kind of moved up the ladder and then uh, went to work at uh, Compaq, which became uh, HP. And right. uh, I was I was working there as a graphic designer, and it was a sort of situation where it was feast or famine, right? So it was either crunch time, everything deadline, lots of overtime, or 
absolutely nothing at all for you know weeks sometimes um you know with with very little to do and so you know you can only surf the internet for so long before you start just getting bored and uh yeah, like i said i'm a creative so i started uh developing these taught myself how to build websites and and uh, started a little e-commerce uh, uh, store and it, it kind of kind of took off and I started building several of these and it got to the point where I was making more on my side hustles than I was in my real job and I was kind of burned out from the whole corporate thing. Um, I didn't really do that well in an environment where everything was so bureaucratic and it took forever to to get anything done and I told my wife as like I you know I, I can't I can't do this for the next you know 10 15 years um, and uh, so we came up with a game plan that she was obviously concerned about insurance and you know all of that sort of stuff and you know can we make it on that and uh, um, so the, the the deal that that I struck was is that we would take all the money from the real job and we would we would put that into a savings account and we would start living off the business and if i didn't touch that savings for a year that on my 50th birthday that i was going to resign and um, that's the way it, it played out um, and so when when i left it, it was a great place to be because not only you know was it on my terms and we were both happy with the the way that it was going but i had a year's worth of savings as a as a cushion also um and so um, um about the same time as when i found that you could sell stuff on amazon and uh, i had always dabbled in ebay and you know these other places but you know i heard you could still sell stuff on amazon and so we had a, a few few products and i threw them up on amazon and they immediately took off and um, you know, it, one thing I'll say about myself is, is when I find something that, that works, just do more of it, right? And uh, I kind of doubled down on it and, and we dove in hard into Amazon and I kind of felt like I was late to the game, but uh, that was 2011 and now, you know, people say, you know, when I tell them I started then, they're like, I can't believe you've been on that long. And so it's, you know, it, it kind of goes back to, you know, once a good time to plant a tree, it's like yesterday, but if you didn't plan it yesterday, then plan it today. And so it's always, you know, always a good time to, to dive into what you're passionate about and what, what works for you. Um, and so that's, that's kind of where I'm at. So, so what, what did it feel like for you when you finally were able to submit that, that notice of resignation? It, it was great on a, on a lot of different levels. One that I mentioned before was doing it on my own terms. The the really ironic thing was is that you know when I left, you know I gave two weeks notice and everything, and people understood you know why I was leaving and so forth, and they gave me a going away party and all of that sort of stuff, which was really great. But the the really ironic thing was six months later that a, entire department was laid off. Oh my so, gosh. Yeah, so if I hadn't done it on my own terms, now, of course, my mom, you know, uh, you know, it was a little bit more of a hard sell for her. She was telling people I was unemployed uh, when I went to work for myself. And, and that, you know, and then when I told her all these people were laid off, she was like, well, if you'd stayed around, you could have gotten a package. And, uh, but she's finally come around to, to realize um, that, uh, you know, that it, 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 it has worked and, and it's, we've done very well. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm super blessed and I get up and do pretty much what I want to. I've kind of have, um, have 
built my business so I concentrate on what I think I'm really good at and what I enjoy doing and and I hand things off to to my other my team uh, to handle all the fulfillment and customer service and all of those other aspects of the business. That's really remarkable and congratulations. And I love what you did and, and the agreement. You, I love that you had an agreement with your wife. That's really awesome yeah. because that took away a lot of fear. It, it did. And I, I mean, I can't underestimate how valuable my wife's support has been through all of this um, because when the, when the side hustles were going on, I still had my regular job, so she would come home. She was a school nurse, and she'd come home after her day, and she would work on the, you know, fulfilling some orders and things like that. So she's been very supportive, um, you know, through this whole thing. And, you know, it, it certainly has given me the motivation that, you know, I had to make this work. I mean, I guess I could have always gone, I mean, right, I mean, even if you fail, you can still, I still could have gone back and got another graphic design job or whatever, you know, so, right. um, but, you know, it, it's, it's sort of thing that, you know, I'm going to make it work and, and I'll just figure it out. And when you run into tough times, you just reevaluate and, and uh, drop back and figure out what your next move is and move forward. Right. No, that's yeah. great. But what I was talking about with the fear, like having that cushion of the, the money, because I think that's the biggest fear that people have is that you're giving up security. You're giving up, like you said, you know, you, you have insurance, you know, all those question marks where, how are we going to do this? How are we going to pay for that? But that, that was so brilliant plan because I, I, then you had that cushion. You didn't, you know, yeah. And I, I think it is for people that are considering going out and, you know, starting their own business or whatever. I think that is a, something along those lines is a really good way that you don't quit until you almost have to, just because you can't split yourself that far between the two. Um, you know, doing a cold turkey there, you know, some people will say that, you know, burn the ship and, uh, you know, uh, just dive in head first. And there, there is something to be said for that. But on the same token, I think, you know, especially at the age that we were at and everything, You've got a lot of obligations, right? You know, right. so, uh, you know, I still had a daughter that was going off to college and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, mortgage and, you know, life, right, as an adult. And, um, you know, just throwing caution to the wind and hoping that, that you've got a plan because as much as you want to pretend like you know, you know, how everything's going to work out, you really don't. Um, and, and so it's, it's important to kind of, Take those steps and figure out what works and stuff. Because if you listen to the market, you know, and you're throwing enough things in front of it, the market's going to tell you what they want. And a lot of times that'll take you in a completely different direction than where you started at, right? Yep. Uh, yeah. No, you are so right. And and I think anytime you start a business, you have to be willing to be flexible and fluid and kind of go with what your customers want. And, right. and it Sometimes we, we see things one way, and I'm, I'm, for those that are just listening, it's kind of like I have my hands up here like blindfolds, like with the horses where the, you know, it's kind of like you, you, you stick with that tunnel vision. You think, well, this is how it has to be, but it, it, you have to be open to exploring other possibilities. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, you know, that's, that's 
um, I think that's really important that, you know, the old adage, do what you love. And there, there certainly has to be a degree of that because you have to enjoy what you do to get up and, you know, work through the hard parts every day. But the, doing what you love doesn't mean ignoring what customers want, right? Because if you're just doing it for you, then it's a hobby, right? Even if you can make some money on it, you're just doing what you want just for you. And if you can sell it, then great. But when you really want to run a business, you really need to pay attention to what the customer wants and what, what they're, they're looking for. Because ultimately, that's, you know, if you're defining it by sales and everything, then that's what success is, is making, making customers happy. Oh, for sure. For sure. So, so where, do, where does your inspiration come from with some of your pieces? I'm looking at your website right now, and they're they're really awesome. Yeah. So, so how did you how do you get your inspiration to to make these designs? It, it's it's one of those things that over time I've kind of uh, trained my eye, and so I'll, I'll literally every time you know, pretty much any time we go into a store, I can see something. I'll go, oh, that's a, I like that saying. You know, we could do something with that, and we always try to twist it around to uh, to make it our own, even if we get inspiration from lots of other places, but. Um, we always try to try to make it original, and um, you know I've I've gotten things. I'll go and look at T-shirts a lot of times uh, is a great place for inspiration or Pinterest memes uh, things like that. Mm -hmm. And when I find something that I like, uh, we'll we'll kind of put that into a file as as uh, ideas for future projects. And a lot of times it's just you know making something original is taking something that exists and then doing it in a new format, like you see something on a t-shirt, but now we put it on a metal sign and nobody is selling it at that same saying as a, as a metal sign and someone wants it for their, you know, backyard bar or uh, garage or whatever. Yeah, no, it's great. And what I want to, what I want to touch on and why, you know, I was looking before we started the interview, I was thinking, okay, you know, I always like to bring everything back to happiness because it's happiness solved podcast and, you know, I don't know that people really realize how signs can really shift your mindset, whether it be a laugh. I just read one of yours and I almost started cracking up <laughs> like right here. Now, now I'm letting myself laugh. It's hysterical. So I'm going to read it. Swim at your own risk. This is a private pool. The lifeguard is probably on a beer run. We're not responsible for shark bites or other personal injury. I love that. I mean, it's just, it's funny. Like anything that can bring a smile, make you laugh, like the, the little things like that um, it just makes such a difference. But what I like about yours is that you can customize it, right? There's a, there's a, a not everyone, but there's a large But there's some. What we do that where you can uh, you know put uh, your your name on there or if it's for someone else uh, you can do it that way we also have um, uh, a key gate close sign that um, you can go in and, and put all of your dogs with their names on it with we have over 200 different breeds to choose from and every breed has multiple colors so you can make each one look like the dogs that you have and then, uh, uh, and you see it in real time too, as you're clicking the choices, you'll see it populate uh, on the um, webpage. And so what you see is what you get. And so it's, it's a great, uh, it, it's one of our more 
really our mo one of our most popular uh, signs because people people love their dogs and their pets and so yeah. Forth. Um, yeah, and we're we're gonna we're doing more of that now. Um, it, it's quite a process to get that set up to where it has the interaction on the computer screen to be able to do it in real time. Um, so there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes to make that happen. But we're uh, uh, we're doing more and more of that. We've got someone now that uh, uh, will be doing a lot more of that for us. Nice, nice. Yeah. So, what advice can you give to someone who? you know, maybe has a side hustle, is really afraid to, you know, take that next step, take the plunge, you know, what advice can you give? Um, just to get started realistically, uh, and depending on what they're doing, but I have to say that from a uh, ease of starting standpoint, uh, Etsy really has to be um, kind of top of list. We, we sell on Etsy, we, we don't do as much of a volume there as we do on Amazon. Uh, but it's really grown, especially since the pandemic. Um, there's a lot more traffic, a lot more eyeballs. A lot of people were exposed to Etsy for face masks and things like that um, that never knew about it before. And so there's a, there's a much larger audience. Um, Etsy now comes in. If you take eBay out of the mix, which I kind of consider for more for used items and stuff, but if you take Etsy out of the mix, um, it's the third largest e-commerce uh, site uh, in the United States now. Etsy um, is? Etsy is, uh-huh. Oh, wow. And, so, so, and it, is, it is competitive, but so is any other marketplace. But it's a great place. That, the, the barrier of entry is, is pretty low, and they automate a lot of things. And um, it's a great place for people to start and to learn how e-commerce works and about, um, you know, delivering things to customers on time and dealing with customer service and shipping and all of these sort of things that will translate across all marketplaces. Um, it, but it, it, it is a good place to start and really the place that I would recommend that, that most people probably, again, it, it's somewhat dependent on the, the product that you do, but right. if you've designed it, um, then uh, Etsy pretty much will allow you to sell it, even if you don't manufacture it. Um, you just have to put on there that you have a third-party partner um, that manufactures it for you. But like coffee mugs are a great example. Right. Uh, if you came up with the design and it's you know it got printed by a mug company and sent to the customer, um, you know that that's something that you'll see all over Etsy. Nice, yeah. I actually am going to be launching some products based around my brand, which is Happiness Solved, and. Yeah, I started with Etsy, but I haven't I haven't finished like nothing has been launched. <laughs> but but yeah, that that's that's really great. So fast forward, like how long have you been you've been in how long what year did you quit your corporate job? Uh that was 2011. 2011. So you've been at this for a good while now. So what was what was it like the first year, you know, you're on your own? Like how did you feel? Like what let's talk about mindset for a little bit, like in terms of, did you find that you were a lot happier? Like, like what did that do for your, your whole lifestyle? It, it was, it was interesting because in the, the job that I had, um, at HP, um, the things that I were designing were things that I was doing for other people. And I, you know, I got to put my flavor on it and everything, but I was designing for other people. And, um, 
when when I went full time, it there really was um, kind of an in, uh, a freedom that that popped up that you know I could go to take a yoga class in the morning, you know, one day a week if I if I wanted to, and that I got up on when I wanted to, and I I stopped setting an alarm, and I got up when I got up, and I started working and. Um, you know, I was able to devote a lot more time to the business, and I've heard this as a as a frequent uh, thing of people that once they quit their real world job and go out on their own, that they find that the business accelerates pretty rapidly just because you now have more time to devote to it every day, and that your mind is, you know, when you're at work, you're at work, and you're you're working on your business, um, you know, trying to figure out how to grow it. Right, right. Yeah, I can imagine that would be a huge, huge um, shift, huge shift. So, so you've, you're now 11, 12 years into it, into your business. Yeah, full time, uh-huh. That's, that's really incredible because, as you know, most businesses fail in the first five years and, and it's hard. How did you keep up the long game? Because that's, a, you know, the one thing I, I've heard with so so many other mentors that I've had, you know, you have to have the long game mentality. How did you keep that long game mentality this long for, for 12 years? Well, the, I think, I think there's a few different aspects that did one of the, uh, the reasons why I've been, um, you know, successful. And, and one is being totally flexible, right? So we started out, one of the main businesses that we had was um, in the pet space. Um, so we, we started that business and that took off uh, relatively quickly. And then once we moved on to Amazon, we started to notice all these other things. So we started off with one product and then we added um, dog treat bags and, and leashes and collars and pet brushes and all of these sort of things. So I really wasn't doing much. I, I mean, I was doing the graphic design for like packaging and stuff, but I wasn't really doing my art at that point. And I was just kind of following what what the customers, you know, where I saw opportunity and where there was a demand. And so we did that to begin with. But then as time went along, like, um, you know, I saw an art piece that was a, a dog blueprint and it was a looked like a dog, but it also looked like a blueprint and it would, you know, identify the different parts of the dog and it had funny things, but then it had the, uh, uh, the part in the corner and you could customize it and put the dog's name in and its age and breed and these sort of things in the, in the corner. And so we, I did that and, and that t started getting some traction. I'm just like, I should do more art. And so I started following that path right and which kind of then was like full circle right because now I was coming back to my roots really um, and so uh, then it was just kind of unlimitless creativity right because then I started seeing inspiration everywhere wow and the 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 next really important part of this though is building the team around me right because I couldn't do all of this by myself there's there's no way and and Everybody starts at this position where, you know, when they go into a business where they ha are wearing all hats. And it's good to start there and to understand the basis for all of that. But then at some point, you also need to understand that um, you can't do it all and you shouldn't do it all. And that you need to surround your people with uh, uh, people that you can trust, 
to take care of the parts that um, that they do a better job at. And so I'm not a micromanager. I'm, my saying is I hire adults. I expect you to make adult decisions. <laughs> if you make a mistake, that's fine. We'll figure out what happened and then we'll try not to do that again. And, um, you know, I, I really have tried to, you know, I've built a team around me that I can throw, I have a graphic, full-time graphic designer now because I was kind of the bottleneck and I still do graphic design quite a bit, but if we just relied on me, it wouldn't be, we wouldn't have nearly as many products as we do. So I throw an idea at her, I let her run with it. Then I take a look at it and we'll jump on a call and I'll say, well, I really don't like this font or can we make this blue or I'll give her feedback and then she'll make an adjustment. And then once she does that, then I hand that off to a different team that creates the listings on Amazon and Etsy and all of that. And then, uh, when orders come in, I have different team members that actually will make the metal sign or the canvas or the print or whatever it is. And then there's other people that handle all the shipping and packing. And I have, a, you know, I have a full-time customer service person that just deals with making customers happy. And so it's surrounding yourself with people that you can trust. And I've been really fortunate to, uh, my production manager has been with me for a little over like almost really since I went full time about about 10 years now and uh, um, I kind of let her you know all the production side of things um, I hand off to her and we meet on a weekly basis and um, go over what's working and what's not and where we need to make adjustments and everything um, but you know that that really is it, as you scale up you really need to to let go of things and trust that you have people that, that can support you and let them do their job. And if when things go wrong and they will, um, yeah. and then you sit down and you talk about it and you say, how do we fix this problem? And, you know, do we need more people? Do we need more equipment? Do we need different procedures? You know, all of these sort of things that, that go with that. So, um, yeah. Yeah. That was, that was really great. Thank you for that because it, yeah. The, the the whole thing um, with not micromanaging people, but still then feeling comfortable enough to trust somebody else with what you're doing and, and just letting go of that control because you can't do everything. Right. And that's a hard thing. That's a hard thing to learn to trust, to learn to, yeah. it's a big mindset thing is just, yeah. just really trusting. Right. And it, yeah. it, is, it is important to surround yourself with, with those people. And, and when things don't work out and they won't work out for every employee, um, you know, it's just you need to cut the cord and, 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 you know, regroup and go back and look at yourself, too, and say, you know, was it my fault that we, that we didn't shoot, that I didn't choose the right person for this position, right? Because mm-hmm. um, there was a mismatch there for some reason. It's not necessarily their fault, you know, for what happened. It's just it wasn't a good fit. And uh, going back and re-examining and saying, okay, maybe I was looking for the wrong type of person or there was something that I should have noticed that, that made this not a good fit, and now I know that. So let's readjust and see if we can find someone that fits into that, uh, that hole a little bit better. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Is there anything else that you'd like to share with the audience before we finish the interview? Um, gosh, um, you know, I think I, 
think that if you build a business properly, I think that, you know, there's this work-life balance sort of thing that's out there. And, you know, there's a lot of, lot of discussion about whether it's real or not. And I, I think it is real. Um, it doesn't mean that, you know, business won't be challenging and it doesn't mean that you can just drop whatever you're doing all the time and, you know, do everything, you know, that you would like to do. But I think if you build the business kind of from the mindset of going in and just building up that team really is the most crucial thing. Uh, it does give you that flexibility, uh, which I've taken advantage of here lately. I've got a lot going on in my life, a lot of moving pieces and stuff. And I can kind of step away from the business. And as long as I've got a laptop and the Internet, um, you know, I can I can be gone for a week or so uh, without a problem this summer. Um, we're, we bought a mountain home, and so my wife and I are going to spend two months up there and get away from the heat and humidity of Houston uh, for two months. And like I said, you know, internet and laptop, you know, uh, you know, um, happy to travel and 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 do all of that stuff. And you can have that, you know, parts of both of that. But it it comes down to. Um, Again, just the, how you structure the business, the kind of business that you get into, a lot of times can be a big factor in that. But in a world you know that's so connected now by internet and Zoom calls and uh, things like that, that um, it does offer a lot more flexibility um, than than there used to be for sure. So, oh yeah, I think being online, I think, is another thing. You know, um, you know, a brick and mortar. Uh, uh, can be great, but if if there's something that you can do that that can be an online business and sold through marketplaces and so forth, there certainly is a whole lot more flexibility in that. And I think realistically, I think there's a lot less risk than being in a lease, you know, for a shop for three to five years, and, and you know, um, all that goes with that. Um, so a lot of those things just kind of come down to the choices that you, that you make and you know, deciding how you want to live your own life. Oh, I love it. I love it. This has been so great. The website is LoneStarArt.com. And um, if they go to that, they can order pretty much anything, or is there another place where they have to go to order the products? No, that's it. Um, you know, that's that's our main site. Um, but if you go to Amazon also and type in Lone Star Art, you'll start to okay. see all of our items there. We sell on both places. So, um you know, everybody trusts Amazon, so that's a great reason why uh, people love shopping there. Um, and, you you know, a lot of our items are prime, so you might be able to get, you know, one of our signs in your hand, you know, tomorrow. Tomorrow, uh, right. right. So, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the, uh, we have a really big, really everything that we sell uh, is on Amazon pretty much. And um, so there, but Lone Star Art is, is, our, is our home site, and so um, uh, we're happy to to take uh, take care of customers there and make people happy and hopefully bring a smile to their face. Yes, we need that for sure. So thank you so much, Norm. Really appreciate this. And thank you for just really diving in because um, I, I feel like this conversation would be so great for, for, for anybody, you know, who's looking to, to start that side hustle. I think with COVID, a lot of us have just are really re-evaluating our choices and what we're doing in life because we want to be happy and you can be happy. 
even if it just stays a side hustle, you know, if you could yeah. generate an extra $500 a month, you know, who's going to argue with hey, that? No kidding. <laughs> That's a vocational year, right? And and good luck. And have fun this summer with your wife at your mountain home. You deserve yeah. that. You earned that. Congratulations to you. Yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> All right. Take care. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Norm shared for anyone who is looking to take their side hustle to a successful business. So thank you so much for listening today. As always, I hope that you and your family are safe and healthy and that your lives are filled with peace, joy, and happiness. Take care, everyone. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.